Hey guys, welcome to the Monkey Business Podcast. I'm your co-host Amith. And I'm your co-host Tao. This is an extra special episode as it marks our 10th episode on Spotify. So before we begin, we just want to thank everybody for your continued support and we look forward to more episodes and more content from the Monkey Business Group. And with that, let's get right into our episode for today. Today, we have an incredibly interesting episode lined up for you about ChatGPT. First, we'll be diving deeper into why exactly ChatGPT has gained so much traction in the last few months and whether or not we should be worried or hopeful about ChatGPT in the future. And more importantly, is ChatGPT killing our ability to think? Right, so let's dive right in. What is ChatGPT? ChatGPT is a language model developed by OpenAI that can do all sorts of fancy things, like text generation and translation. It's been trained on a huge dataset of text, making it incredibly versatile and powerful. It was created to address a fundamental problem in natural language processing. How to create language models that can understand and generate human-like text. The goal was to create a model that could generate high-quality text in response to a given prompt or input without relying on pre-programmed responses or templates. And, there's, and this is where I introduced one competitor of ChatGPT, which was developed by Google, and it is called BART, which on the other hand, is a sequence-to-sequence model developed by Facebook AI Research. It's designed for summarization, language translation, and text generation. So why exactly have we been hearing so much about ChatGPT in the last few months, right? So why exactly has it got so popular? Well, ChatGPT grew in popularity quickly due to its revolutionary applications which promises to change our daily lives. And even better, because it is accessible to absolutely everyone with no cost. ChatGPT is one of the first AI technologies of its kind to be made available to the public in a way that could be easily understood by everyone. This is because ChatGPT is a generative AI, which essentially means that its algorithms automatically produce content in the form of text. These systems have been trained on massive amounts of data and work by predicting the next word to produce a response for any given input. ChatGPT, unlike other search engines like Google, can be conversational, providing human-like responses and dialogue with the user, which is more unique and direct. Basically, ChatGPT searches the entire internet for all data about the question you ask it and puts them together into an easy-to-understand paragraph which removes the hard work of researching and reading countless websites on your end. Essentially, it compiles a bunch of articles into a bite-sized format. Another reason why ChatGPT has become so popular is its incredible versatility. ChatGPT has been trained on vast amounts of data and is able to understand and respond to questions about a wide range of topics, from science and technology to literature and pop culture. This makes it an invaluable tool in many different settings, from customer service chatbots to language translation software. With all these applications, it's no wonder that ChatGPT has gained so much traction in such little time. One of the main applications of ChatGPT is in learning and education. One of the really cool things about ChatGPT is that it can be used to provide personalized tutoring and support. Think of it like having a virtual tutor or teacher that's available to help you 24-7. Let's say you're a student who's struggling with a particular concept in math or science. You could type a question or problem into ChatGPT and it will provide you a response that's tailored specifically to your needs. This could include step-by-step explanations, visual aids, or links to additional resources that can help you understand the material better. 
But that's not all. ChatGPT can also be used to provide feedback on written assignments. So let's say you're working on an essay for English class. You can submit your draft to a ChatGPT system and it would analyze your writing to provide feedback on things like grammar, organization, and clarity. This can be especially helpful for students who may not have access to a human tutor or teacher, especially in developing countries where access to education isn't as prominent. In this manner, ChatGPT promises to revolutionize education as we know it. Furthermore, ChatGPT provides us an avenue to learn more about areas of interest. Let's say we want to learn how to code. All we need to do is ask ChatGPT to explain coding to us in simple terms and it will provide us an entire step-by-step breakdown on how to approach coding or any other complex subject for that matter. So in this way, we can use ChatGPT as an asset to learn about any subject immediately. So essentially, by compiling information from across the internet and putting it together at our fingertips, ChatGPT has the potential to compete with search engines such as Google and Bing. This is because ChatGPT has the ability to generate more creative responses and hold more complex dialogues with its users, allowing it to go deeper into the root question being asked and provide more valuable and unique insights on the topic. Therefore, in a few years, ChatGPT has the potential to replace search engines as we know it, reshaping the way we surf and use the internet on a daily basis. ChatGPT and BART are both NLP models, but they've got some key differences. For one, ChatGPT is trained to predict the next word in a sentence, while BART uses both auto-regressive and denoising objectives to train. ChatGPT uses a transformer network with a bunch of layers, while BART uses a bi-directional transformer encoder-decoder architecture. Basically, they're both fancy and complex, but in slightly different ways. While it's true that creating natural language processing models is a time-consuming process that requires extensive training and fine-tuning, some argue that Google may have rushed to create BART in response to OpenAI's success with GPT-3. Google has long been a player in the NLP space with its own language models such as BERT and T5. However, the release of GPT-3 in 2020 put OpenAI at the forefront of the field, and some speculate that Google may have felt pressure to catch up. It's also clear that the NLP space is highly competitive, and companies that don't invest in research and development risk falling behind their competitors. In conclusion, ChatGPT was created to address a fundamental problem in natural language processing. How to create language models that can generate human-like text. By training the model on a massive dataset of text from the internet, OpenAI was able to create a model that's incredibly versatile and can be used in a wide range of applications. From chatbots to language translation, ChatGPT has proven to be an incredibly powerful tool in the field of NLP and it's sure to play an important role in shaping the future of language processing. With this vast application of ChatGPT, there are some drawbacks. One example of that is the biases that ChatGPT could have. ChatGPT learns from the data it is trained on, which means it can reflect the biases and prejudices of the people who created the data. This can result in biased or unfair responses to certain queries. More specifically, if the data set predominantly contains language interactions from a particular demographic group, ChatGPT may reflect the perspectives and biases of that group in its responses. For instance, ChatGPT might generate offensive or discriminatory responses when asked about sensitive topics like race, gender, sexuality, religion, or politics. Another major drawback of ChatGPT is the threat of proliferating misinformation. 
ChatGPT can generate responses based on incomplete or inaccurate information, which can perpetuate misinformation and false beliefs. ChatGPT generates responses based on the patterns and associations it learns from the data it has been trained on. So like Tao mentioned, this can lead to discrimination, but at the same time it can also lead to misinformation. This is because if the input it receives in the first place is incomplete or inaccurate, ChatGPT may generate a response that is also incomplete or inaccurate. This has the potential to perpetuate misinformation and false beliefs. For example, if a user asks ChatGPT for information on a particular topic and the dataset used to train ChatGPT contains incomplete or wrong information on that topic, ChatGPT may generate a response that reinforces those inaccuracies and provides incomplete information. This can lead to users developing false beliefs or making decisions based on incomplete information, which can be incredibly harmful the more reliant people become on ChatGPT and preventing it from becoming a truly ubiquitous search engine for the future. Next comes the problem of addiction. As ChatGPT becomes more advanced and engaging, there is a risk that individuals may become too reliant on interacting with it and using it for their daily needs, such as homework or writing reports for work. This can lead to negative impacts on firstly mental health and social well-being, and secondly our ability to think and formulate our ideas for ourselves. If every time we find ourselves to come up with ideas or write a report for example, and we turn to ChatGPT, it solely generates this habit of becoming reliant on ChatGPT where we know all the answers are already stored, which takes away from our ability to think freely and use our critical thinking to solve problems. This can be incredibly harmful and dangerous in the long run, in the long run as it promotes a more docile and passive form of thinking, which is more lethargic and requires less active and critical thinking, taking away from our ability to think. Yet again, on the flip side, there will always be contention on whether AI is a tool or a weapon. AI is trained by people who naturally may have biases and prejudices, and by data that may be inaccurate and hence not fully trustworthy, as we mentioned earlier. Therefore, the users of AI also play an indispensable role in the future of AI because the limitations imposed by governments and corporations can only go so far. Therefore, us users of this technology have a responsibility to wield AI with integrity, and whether AI is a boon or a curse really depends on how we use it. that we've come to the end of this episode of the monkey business podcast we truly appreciate you guys for tuning in and before we end because it is our very very special 10th episode we'd like to take the opportunity to thank everybody on our team not just the co-hosts but extending to our research team our social media team our writing team as well so from our research team we have dan from america hannah from singapore and nidhi from india for our writing team we have michael from new zealand vivian from singapore and selvin from america for our social media team, we have Cherry from Vietnam and Nathan from Singapore. And we have many more joining the team soon. Once again, we truly appreciate you guys for tuning in to every single episode and look forward to your continued support. With that, we've come to the end. Thank you guys and see you in the next one.